Hey guys, we are Bad Moms in Business. I'm Bridget Robertson. I'm Amanda Sharp. And I'm Danielle Monahan. Today, we're going to cover another little notch in our series of mm-hmm. what we wish we knew, but today is what we wish we knew before basically becoming a business owner, yeah. which is so exciting. But before we dive into that, it's been kind of crazy, everyone. How's everyone doing? <laughs> Let's ask Danielle. Danielle, are we are just you? defaulting to me on this one? Guys, my I'm brain, I'm not, I don't, I'm just not like this. I'm not this type of person. You guys know me. Y'all know me. I'm a very organized very systematic type of person. I forgot that we were recording today. We have recorded every Tuesday at 1230 for the last almost year. Yeah. <laughs> I knew today was Tuesday. I knew it was. And I'm sitting here and I'm cleaning my house and I'm doing some work and I'm just putzing around and stuff. And then all of a sudden I get a text from Bridget like, you good? <laughs> <laughs> Well, because okay. I, I, you know, Amanda scared me oh, because fair. Amanda and I are sitting here talking and I was like, I'm sure the time just got away from her. Yep. And Amanda's going, no, I have deja vu right now. I have this really terrible feeling. And then I said something like, if she doesn't answer in five minutes, I'll call Brandon. And she was like, see, even that, that right there, that gave me deja vu. And so then I was like, oh my gosh, if something's really wrong. Nothing was wrong. No, but- well, in the, okay, to be fair. Danielle is always perfect. And she, yes. if she needs Hardly. to be somewhere, she's there. Yep. And she That's didn't true. read a message. And I was like, it just, and I, the sense of deja vu that I had. And I was like, I feel like I could throw up Bridget. Like, and she goes, I'll just text her. Like, so <laughs> down. I was like, did she respond? She's like, maybe I should text Brandon. And I was like, yeah, do it. She's like, how about I give it a couple more minutes? Yeah. I was like, I don't so, want to be a psycho. So the funny part is I haven't had my phone on me. I haven't been paying attention to it. Haven't even been looking at it. Usually I have my headphone in. I'm usually listening to something. So like my, my headphones will alert me if there's some sort of notification or I'll just hear the vibration of it being close to me. It wasn't even by me. I'm just putzing around doing my thing and stuff. And all of a sudden I grab my phone. I'm just like, Oh my God. <laughs> we were relieved. We were relieved. Yes. And honestly, Danielle, in the meantime, I was able to help a lovely woman. <laughs> See, it was meant to be our day, <laughs> our day today. This is why we record a podcast because our days are just sometimes so bizarre. A woman that you did not know, Bridget. Correct. Who nonetheless, you still helped. I did. So this woman called and she said that her husband was born at this, this hospital that no longer exists anymore. And I confirmed, yes, that hospital doesn't exist anymore. And she said, well, we need his birth certificate. And I said, oh, okay. Um, well, Lansing, which is, you know, our state capital here in Michigan, there's a, a service that they provide. They can, you know, I didn't say it nearly as eloquently because I was so caught off guard that this woman <laughs> was calling me for her husband's birth certificate. Um, but I said, you can get that through, you know, the, the, the building in Lansing, like wherever it is. And and she was like, well, would you happen to have that phone number? And I said, (laughs) no, um, but give me your phone number and I'll text it to you. And so I Googled it for her and I texted her the phone number. And so my work here is done. 
you know what? And like we said, we we were sharing the story already. And I tell you, I'm t- you save that woman from like losing her last ounce of patience. I'm positive of it. So yeah. well done. Thank you. See, it was meant to be. I was supposed to be late. Also, if anybody is watching That's the true. video, I'm not actually sunburnt. I'm not actually red. I don't have my <laughs> ring light plugged in. It's like the whole thing. Sunscreen, you know, I'm still as pale as ever. Don't worry. Okay, good, good. Thank you for yeah. clearing that up. Figured you guys were, we were really so worried. worried. We were yeah. so worried. Well, speaking of sunburn, it's real. The weather has been beautiful. Oh no, gorgeous. It's, it's gross. <gasps> I do not. I don't have the body type for humidity, and I wasn't. I wasn't born for this. My hair was not born for humidity, wow. so I feel you on that. Yeah, mine is. I feel a you hair. on that, but. I said this last year and I said it again this year, the winter was so awful, which it wasn't even that bad of a winter. I just, I've, I'm just not a winter person at all that I said, I will, you will never hear me complain that it's too hot outside. Mm. And I stuck with it last year and I'm going to this year. So you know what? Bring it on because it is not snow. I'm right there. It's not snow, but it is like you walk outside and you can't breathe. And I well, can't deal. And I have to say, I read something recently and I thought it was genius. And I had never thought of this perspective before that seasonal was the, it's sad. What does it stand for? Seasonal blank disorder. What does the A stand for? Effective, Effective just seasonal or depression. I don't that, know. Or oh, wait, Alice can maybe, do you think Alice can look up <laughs> what, what's sad? means alice is our production assistant um alice if you're listening could you look up what sad means and just put it in the chat go ahead amanda carry on well and it was genius because i had read it and it said basically it's not just for winter it also can be someone like you who's really affected by summer that it's not just a matter of maybe lack of sun and stuff like each person body type can go through that season and have the same effects and i go that is so interesting. interesting because I know a lot of people who are like, I can't do the summer. It hurts my body mm. where for me, the cold hurts my body. Same. I'm not in pain. I'm just gross. Like I don't want to stick to myself. I don't want my hair. Oh, yeah. It's just gross. Did, did, yeah. um, did Alice write in the chat? Alice did write in the chat. It's called seasonal affective disorder. Affective okay. disorder. Okay. okay. Alice, thank you, Alice. Mm-hmm. So let's dive into, let's go from All right. sorters to <laughs> starting <laughs> <Tuesday. businesses>. <laughs> <laughs> So <laughs> when you start a business, there's so much advice that's probably thrown at you. Mm-hmm. Very similar to being pregnant, you know, all that unwarranted oh, yeah. advice. I will say the people who are going to give you advice about the business might have like listened to them a little bit more closely. Yes. As opposed to when you might just be expecting. For um, sure. Just because the <laughs> the advice, I think, comes from a different place. Not of comparison. Out of warning, warning. Like, there's certain things like, learn from my mistakes, please. Like, it's mm-hmm. kind of one of those things because a, a business owner knows that feeling. Mm-hmm. For sure. So, mm-hmm. Bridget, will you get us rolling with what did you wish you knew before you started a business? Well, I'll go with the second thing I wrote just because I want to piggyback off what you said, Amanda. Okay. Um, so the expense of Mm. owning your own business is 
huge. Yep. Um, especially in our business, mm-hmm. the, the startup cost. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you, Amanda, were my mentor when I started. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can remember, the huh? <laughs> the good or the bad? <laughs> well, mostly bad, but there were some nuggets. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I brought it occasionally. (laughs) No, um, there were things that you told me when, when I started, I remember wanting like immediately, I want to get signs for, for, you know, listings and I want to get postcards and I want pens with my name on them. And Amanda's like, slow down. Um, none of those things are necessary right now. You don't need anything. Like, even if you got a listing tomorrow, you could use one of my signs until you get yours in. Like, don't spend the money that you haven't made yet. Um, yes. Great advice. And some things you do have to spend the money on, but listen to the people who are saying this is not necessary to get started. Correct. And I'm, I'm thankful for that because I didn't sell a house for six months, six months. And I, I think Amanda, I don't know that you ever said this, um, but I'm sure that you thought it, thought it like as those six months were ticking by and like nothing was happening in my business. I know Amanda's like, this girl's going to be one of them statistics. Like she's not going <laughs> to. Nope. No, because I go over my dead body. Is she going to turn into a statistic? But sometimes mm-hmm. like you can't bail somebody out too quickly either because then they don't understand how hard work looks for this particular business. So yeah. it's, it's so hard to sit back and go, okay, these are the growing pains that are necessary. So they learn the proper, you know, um, what am I trying to say? Um, the the work strategies the work yes. yes because if you get too lucky in the beginning you don't do the things that actually will produce income in the future well mm-hmm. and I'll never forget a friend of mine telling me after after my first year really six months right I got licensed in January yep. of 2017 I sold my first house in September so a solid nine months and then from the the next or six months, nine months, yeah. Um, and those next couple of months until the end of the year, I did fairly well. You did. Um, yes, and you I will did. never forget my friend saying, Well, I hope that wasn't beginner's luck. <laughs> Truly. I'll name names later. Yeah. I you guys might don't. be able to guess. No, you don't um, know this. Oh, part. okay. <laughs> never mind then. <laughs> I don't want to cut. Did you have more things to say? But I, I could not transition into what my biggest one is Ooh. better than what you just oh, said. Oh, perfect. So I no, want to like, ahead. okay. I wrote my number one thing that I had to get out in this episode was your biggest supporters will not be your friends and family. Oh my gosh. Oh. So if so, that does not piggyback so, off of that. So, so. Shame on you for doing so good. True. So I'm going to bring you down and say, I hope it wasn't beginner's luck. So true. I'm gonna slap someone, and I don't slap. But I have zero. I don't patience. slap. I don't slap. It's not feminine. <laughs> you take off your white glove. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm totally buying you white gloves. <laughs> you but, see it in the uh, movies like a little quick, like <laughs> yeah. Amanda, that is so true. And I want to preface this with friends and family that are listening. Most of you have been great to me. Mm-hmm. Yes. But there absolutely. are so many that have not been. Mm-hmm. And, and it comes from the people you least expect. Yes. That's, and that's what's hurtful. So yes. let's let's go with saying again, like 
Bridget, your mom, like in this podcast, your mom is like our number one cheerleader, our number one person. Mm-hmm. So it can be friends and family that are our number ones. But when you have a sphere of 2000 or whatever the case may be, it stings a whole lot when you go, wow, I supported them way more than it's yep. reciprocated. Mm. Yeah. When I you have- bought their, when you bought their MLM products and then they hire another real estate agent, like, <laughs> but I have a, it hurts. A, it a hurts. Full of stuff that I don't, don't even want. Cause I was trying to support. And it's not just our real estate business too. It's a podcasting business. I know we've seen a lot of this with our podcasting because this is for us. Yes, we have a lot of fun doing it, but it is a job for us. And we have a vision, a business plan to take us places. And so it's not just a real estate. It's actually all forms of our business as well. Absolutely. I was watching a webinar kind of thing. And there was this motivational speaker on there. His name is Nick Pegg. So you guys should go follow him on Instagram. He's fantastic. And Alice, can you write that down? (laughs) She's on it. Can you spell that for, for Alice? I didn't, I don't think she heard it. Nick Pags, P-A-G-S. Okay. So, um, something he said totally resonated with me. And this is something that I struggle with a lot. So, um, we've talked before about like imposter syndrome and things Mm -hmm. like that. And comparison, like all of those things are, are really terrible, but he talked about, he kind of spun this to think about your ideal client. And he said that his best friend in the entire world, they've been best friends for years, cannot stand what he does for a living. Oh, chooses actively not to support his business, not to shout him out, not to do any of those type of things, not to, you know, give him more exposure, anything like that. This man, this Nick Pags, this is what he does for a living is he gives motivational speeches to companies and groups and things like that. And his friend thinks it's all woo woo. He doesn't buy into it. And he was like, that's fine. Then he's not my ideal client. That doesn't mean that I'm not going to be best friends with him. We still have a million other things in common and we can have fun doing a million other things together. That person is not my ideal client and I don't need to advertise to him. And so he kind of spun it back to not everybody is going to be for you and you are not going to be for everybody. So just kind of figure out what your ideal client is and just market towards them. That was not my thing. I was just trying to <laughs> tag off of what Amanda said because that was so good. I didn't even think I, about And you that. know what? I can completely respect the differences what I have zero tolerance for is the absolute, I'm going to turn the other way mm-hmm. Same. and purposely ignore that there's maybe is some success. Like there's almost a level of, there's not a desire to see you succeed. And I have no space or tolerance for that in my life because Absolutely. I might not be able to be able to buy a product, but you know what? I'm going to cheerlead you and say amazing job when you have an accomplishment, mm-hmm. no matter what lane you're in. But I also think that you are probably in the minority there, at least as far as okay, in so. <laughs> my world, um, you are a very big cheerleader. A lot of people realize that you are. And I don't think a lot of people are like that. And so hearing Nick say that was something that was like, OK, that helps because we do have so many close friends and family that you expect to be like, oh my gosh, yes, you guys are killing it. Oh my gosh, I'm going to you know, refer you to every person that I can think of. And then when that doesn't happen, you're like, but why? I thought we were friends, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah. I thought that that was very interesting. Can I just add, 
or when they ask you to cut your price because you're friends. Ooh, don't use us. Don't, That's a big don't, one. don't, and I mean, I'm saying us, I'm not meaning the three of us. I'm saying don't use a friend if that's the approach. Friends mm-hmm. don't ask friends for discounts. Absolutely. Yeah. It's I just, so rude. It is. And it's hurtful. And I can't tell you how many times, like when a stranger asks, asks me to cut my mm-hmm. price, whatever. Yeah. But when someone who knows my family, who knows my kids is asking me to take a discount, it kind of hurts. Like, this is how I pay my bills and they would never take a discount on their paycheck ever right mm-hmm. ever yes yes so and if you're listening even if you don't have a business if you have a friend that has a business don't ask for discounts just support no. them and yep. if they want to offer you a discount they will absolutely absolutely and mm-hmm. it costs zero dollars to show support zero dollars 100 percent. and that's where i just get so passionate about this and because at the end of the day, very few people are going out there about their business and doing bad businesses. Mm-hmm. They're businesses they believe in. And maybe yep. it's a product that I don't need, but I might know somebody who does need it. And you better believe right. I'm going to pass that information along because I want my friends to be successful. Agreed. And I just, I still, yes, maybe I'm not like everybody, Danielle, mm-hmm. to your point. But if people take away a little bit from this, that just be a little bit more supportive of somebody who's working so hard at their business, it goes a long way. Mm-hmm. It does. Mm-hmm. Mm. Danielle, what's yours? So I talked about saving. So mm. oh, we yes. did a whole real estate topic. I don't really know if we discussed how we get paid, but as real estate agents, at least in the state of Michigan, we are independent contractors. We mm-hmm. work solely for commission. We don't get paid hourly or anything like that setting aside money every single time we get paid because it doesn't happen on a weekly basis. It may not happen on a biweekly basis. It mm-hmm. may not happen every month. Mm-hmm. Setting money aside, Amanda's laughing, setting, speaking to my soul, <laughs> setting, setting money aside, not only for yourself and your family and making sure that you have money to, to survive off of, but also saving for taxes because oh, those pesky little taxes, we're supposed to pay them every quarter. They'll sneak right up on you. I promise. Mm-hmm. Well, and maybe we have tax coming up again. I feel like that's coming up again. Definitely is coming up again. Yep. <laughs> Didn't pay quarter one. So, <laughs> so but you know, f- for us, do as I say, not as I do, you know, yeah. <laughs> For us, maybe it's taxes, but for other small businesses, it might be, you know, um, sales tax, you know, that type Absolutely. of stuff. Like you have to have that money set aside. You can't, the budgeting is so important to know what you have to save for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, new inventory, yes. new products, new. Yep. Yeah. I mean, things just creep up on you. Yep. So mm, that's a good one. So good. It's so important. And that. That's one of the biggest things I feel like I did right. And mm-hmm. I do a lot of stuff wrong. I really do. But I think one of the things I did right was as I was starting my business, I kept my old job and I worked both of them at the same time yeah. mm-hmm. until I had X amount of dollars saved. And then I quit my full-time job. You also taught me, I won't mention any names or anything, but you also taught me about the banking institution that mm-hmm. you use to kind of like separate your money. And that's when we really kicked it into high gear. We were saving, but we were like doing it kind of willy nilly. Do people yeah. say that anymore? Whatever. It's fine. I do. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> so no, no, they don't. <laughs> Noted. 
<laughs> Noted. Danielle's never going to see that again. <laughs> um, so now we are so much more deliberate about it and we save a certain percentage yeah. of our commission every single time. And then it goes towards various things. I yeah, love, these, are, these are important tricks. Mm-hmm. Bridget, I have to give you tremendous credit. I think that's something that you did remarkable well at. Yes. And you've not really altered on, which is fabulous. No. Something no. I did not do. Yeah. And, you know, part of it is because we've talked in the past, like I am bad with money and I knew that if I got paid X amount of dollars because I closed on a home, old me would have been like, look at this money. Let's go shopping. Let's go do this. Let's go do that. And I knew that I couldn't run a business that way and be successful. And so I had no choice, but to like really buckle down. And yeah, I pay myself bi-weekly and that money is transferred from the bank that Danielle and I use into my account with my husband. And it's like a paycheck every two weeks. I'm paying myself just like I did at my old job. In fact, I haven't given myself a raise. I think I might've said that here before (laughs) I've been doing real estate for four years and I continue to pay myself the amount of money I made at my old job. Oh my gosh. I feel like I need, I think it's time for a raise. I think I just like a small one. Yeah. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. And if anyone's interested in that banking institution, just send us a DM and yes. Danielle mm-hmm. and Bridget will, or myself will, will let you know absolutely um, what that is because it's a great yeah. tool. Yes. Is um, is it me next? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <sighs> One that I, to this day struggle with, and I don't know that I will ever conquer it is setting boundaries for yourself. Um, I am someone, even as I'm sitting here recording this podcast, I have my phone and I'm seeing people text me and it's for work. And I'm like, I got, I got, I got, I got to answer that. But I need to learn that like if 30 minutes, if an hour goes by, that's okay. Like (laughs) it's not that Mm -hmm. big of a deal. And if I tell myself that I'm going to take Wednesday off and someone calls and says they want to do something on Wednesday, Mm -hmm. Do you, I, I say, okay, what time? Like I never stick to what I outline for myself as far as the schedule goes. It's so hard. Mm-hmm. So hard. And I'm still, I'm better than I used to be. You are. But, um, man, it's hard because I think as a business owner, what you think is, well, if I can't tell this person, yes, they're going to the next person who can, and I'm going to lose this business. That's, that's how I feel. And to me, I, I couldn't agree more. I think boundaries are so important. To me, if somebody were to be so disrespectful to you and do that, they were not your client slash customer that you want in your life anyway. I feel like you guys are so polar opposite as far as boundaries go. Like Amanda is the queen of boundaries. And it is something that I so, so, so admire you for. Mm-hmm. I feel like I fall right in the middle of you two. You I used to be way <laughs> yeah, on Bridget's yeah. end, <laughs> maybe even yeah. lower. I'm not even sure, but I've, I've no. balanced out a little bit. I once, I once was in the middle of a hair appointment. I was getting my hair bleached out so that I could then color it. And someone called and said, I'm in the neighborhood. This house is vacant. Can you show it to me? <sighs> and I left my hair so I don't talk left my hair appointment with bleached out hair to show this house and then went back to finish it. That's how sickening. Okay. That's pretty bad. Where's my white glove? 
Yeah. That's wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's intense. Yeah. When we create our merchandise at some point, my shirt can have like white gloves. A white gloves. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Bridget. Yeah. Uh-huh. Bridget. Isn't so you, that terrible? come a long way. Yeah. I wouldn't do I that now. I hope that you wouldn't do that now. No, this was a couple years ago. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I And I think um, what gave me the strength to really follow through with this, and I won't name him, but our broker um, that we all had at one point, we mm-hmm. love and adore Absolutely. so much. Mm-hmm. Um, for those listening, you many of you will know who we're referring to. He was very good. At, I know. I just love, love him. Mm-hmm. He was very good at expressing, you know, after a certain time, what can you do? What can yep. you do? Besides now, all you're going to do is worry or right. feel like – it's out of control and you're going to have a sleepless night for what, when, what can really be done after 7 PM? Well, and you guys in a banking me, hour type industry. Right. Right. And you guys talked me down a week ago. Remember mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I was sending like SOS messages to them because I was dealing with someone that was super difficult yeah. and they were both like, stop, stop, mute that person. Don't respond. Like you don't, there's nothing that can be done. Nothing. Um, Nothing. And so I think it's important again to, to be open to receive some of the information because I heard him say those words and maybe I took it a little bit more literal than maybe he would, would have intended. Amanda's like, it's 431. <laughs> Nothing can be done. <laughs> we'll have to pick this back up tomorrow. <laughs> I love it. I, I said, I so wish I had that. that like, I don't really communicate after seven, mm-hmm. which to me, why would that not be reasonable when my day starts at 5 a.m.? Totally reasonable. I mean, it's not. Amanda's falling asleep on the couch somewhere. I know that's right. <laughs> so <laughs> I think while my boundaries might be a little extreme, but, you know, we we pace out differently, too. Right. Yes. So it, right. It's, all, it's all relative and where you're trying to go and what you're trying to achieve. I want an amazing work-life balance. So I'm very deliberate at finding that middle ground that allows for both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I definitely just think yeah. decide what you want your life to look like when it comes to your schedule and your time and how many hours you want to put in, in your business and how many hours you want to give to your family and stick to it from the beginning, because I have created monsters out of people. And that, I don't even mean that in a, in a negative way. It's my doing. Oh, because you set up that expectation. I've set that up. Okay. She's frozen, but she was saying yes. <laughs> no, it's no differently than raising a child, right? Absolutely. You absolutely. The very little human in her frozen picture. So I know. <laughs> the very being that you've created is is what you may or may not have to deal with. So yes. I, I find that um, yeah, the the boundaries mm, so good. So good. We'll hop in. <laughs> yeah. So what's your next one? <laughs> My second one. My second one and Danielle, you're going to be like, ouch. Ooh, no. Oh, no. Don't wait until it's perfect to start. Because so we we might be referencing our real estate careers yes. because this, this is a business in our own. But mm-hmm. for many listening, I, I have m- other businesses that I'm currently opening. Yes. And there's been a lot of things that are just a little chaotic and a little unplanned. And the timeline has just went 
crazy and it's just so much. So go ahead. But you're so good at rolling with the punches yes. too. Yes. Can you guys tell, you, everybody can tell that I just so admire you. I, you're just, you're I'm so older. good with your boundaries. Don't forget I'm older. Well, not that much, you know. <laughs> I know. <that. laughs> <laughs> no, some of these, I mean, I wasn't always this way. Yes, this is I true. I wasn't always this way. I think we've shared several times that when I became a mom, that's when mm-hmm. I just completely changed. Things changed. And, you know, when you're a mom of a little one, you have to be flexible. You mm-hmm. definitely have to be flexible. That, that is really when I noticed a lot of my boundaries set into place. Because yeah. before then, I started my real estate career long before I ever had yeah. Watson. And so I owned my own business and I was doing all of the things. And I think that's why I was more like Bridget and with my boundaries. And then once I had Watson, I was like, I can't do it all. Because I tried. I tried for a very long time yep. and I was failing. And I felt like I was failing at everything. And I try so desperately to keep people from getting to that failing point. Sometimes mm-hmm. they need to feel that. Just so they actually go, okay, I can't live like that again. Right. You know, and I go, okay, you're going to now set things in place so you don't hit that level again. And every time you get to that breaking point, okay, let's set new things because it's going to happen over and over and over. Oh, absolutely. We all have different seasons of busy and it just looks different, right? Yep. So for me, it's, it doesn't have to be perfect to start. So true. And I, I just think so many people get so caught up with it not being a hundred percent correct. And then that causes them to never begin. And it just breaks my heart because the world needs you to be who you were supposed to be. And if For that sure. me, if you're letting perfection get in the way of you offering something to this world, it just breaks my heart. Well, think about this podcast, right? So this is our business as well, like we said in the beginning. And if it were not up to you saying done is better than perfect, we probably still would not have launched. And I'm being 100% serious. And you know what? So this is, I'm very active in the podcasting community within Clubhouse. Mm -hmm. I think we've talked about this and referenced it many times. And there are the people who are so perfect at podcasting right? Mm-hmm. And then there's the people who are kind of like the hot mess express. And I think both offer so much to listeners. There's people yep. who expect perfection. And as a listener, they're going to look for the episodes that do Absolutely. that. And then there's the people who I think land on our podcast like style mm-hmm. there. There's three of us. Bridget just had bad internet and she dropped right. off. We're rolling with the punches. We're continuing to roll. We're recording yep. because she's going to hop back on it at some point. I completely forgot about her podcast today. <laughs> almost didn't show up at all. <laughs> right. I mean, we have to be very, we're very, 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 very disciplined. Yes. In a lot of what it is. We perfect what we can perfect, mm-hmm. but then understand there has to be flexibility that we all have different mics. And even if we had all the same mics, our levels would not sound the same. Our, our coloring's not going to look the same. Our environment. So I like right now, yes. I have changed up my microphone twice now because yes. of the room that I am yep. in. Except, side note, I am moving. Yeah, you are. This week. Oh, I'm so excited. So, and by the time this launches, you should be settled in. I will be, gonna be settled. So but that's the thing. Like, w- we didn't try to get the perfect sound because yeah. we're all coming in from different places. I'm here. You're there. Bridget's at the office. You know, there's just so many things that we all would have to be in a very controlled environment to mm-hmm. achieve perfect. It would be almost impossible with the, yep. the way that we're doing it. And even when we can be in person – we're going to have different limitations then too. Exactly. It's There's so, always going to be something. I think there's beauty in the raw. There is beauty in the messes. And I think there's mm-hmm. relatability in those um, 
lack of perfection sometimes. And again, we're not after the people who have all their stuff together. They'll never land on us. <laughs> we're, we're looking for the people who are looking for us. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So I, I agree. If there was a, a level of like, we had to have it this way before we started, we wouldn't have started and we wouldn't be on what episode 37 now. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's huge something to be so proud of. And I know we've mm-hmm. had discussions that, you know, based on our seasons that we're in, that we would have loved this podcast to be in a different position right now, but Absolutely. because of our seasons, our motherhood, we're coming out of COVID. Right. I mean, that I mean in and I'm of itself. just proud that we've been able to, Hey girl, hey. <laughs> I'm just proud that we're still doing it. We're still showing up yes. <laughs> with a little text to get Danielle here. <laughs> No we got you. Exactly. We're not and you perfect. You got us. We're perfect here. Yes. Absolutely. Bridget, we're so happy you're back. <laughs> I, <laughs> and you know what? It was perfect because my next one was don't wait until it's perfect to start. And it was just so perfect that perfect timing. Yes, happened a little bit and we just kept persevering because that's yeah. life. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. This this episode's unfolding like with so many beautiful like metaphors and things. I love it. Just kind of align. So Danielle, what's your second? So we've kind of danced around this a little bit, but I'm just going to come right out and say it. Business, starting your own business is not for everybody. Oh, and you have to be Mm self-motivated. So when I first started in real estate, I did not do what Bridget did and kept my job. We've talked about this in a past episode. Danielle just up and quit her job (laughs) and then started real estate. So I struggled with this. I'm a very work motivated person in any job that I'm in. But when I could sleep in all day and read books in the afternoon and go to lunch with friends and stuff. And you know what? That's kind of another thing too, is people assume when you start a business. And for me, I was working from home that it's like you don't have a job. So it was like, hey, can you do this? Hey, can you do that? Hey, let's go do this. Hey, let's go do that. And I'm like, no, no. It's actually a work day for me, Mm -hmm. but anyways, I digress. So yeah, is really trying to be self-motivated, be self-disciplined with yourself to actually get the work done. Because if you start a business, nobody else is going to do it for you. Oh, that's so good. So good. Oh, that's really, and I have to say also like kind of piggybacking off of that, small business owners care so much about their clients. They'll, our clients, our customers will never know how we lose sleep over them. Oh, mm-hmm. no. Mm-mm. We eat, drink, and sleep them. Yes. And it's it, it's a sickness. Once they're in our life, we cannot get them out. Nope. It's it's They have no idea we're eating dinner and we're, our thoughts, even if we're with our family, our thoughts are still with them. We're processing, Absolutely. we're thinking, we're problem solving. And so for anyone who might not be a business owner right now, but supports business owners, that's why we thank you because yep. you really are such a part of our lives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's really true. And, um, I think too, when I first started, I didn't know what my day was supposed to look like. Mm. I mm. came from a nine to five, you know, well, kind That's of true. And I can remember asking Amanda, like I would, my kids would go off to school and I'd be like, now what am I, what do I do now? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so finding someone who can say, here's some of the things that 
I fill my day with that help me to support my business, whether that's um, sending letters, sending notes, social media things. Oh, um, social media is an entirely different beast. Mm-hmm. It is, but I can just remember feeling like I, I'm not doing this right because I'm not filling nine to five with well, stuff. And busy does not mean productive. Oh, I'll go to my grave with that. And now you probably understand that, Bridget, right? A hundred percent. But at the time, yeah. a brand new agent that had just quit her job, I was like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. So, so true. Yeah. It's so good. So you do have to be that disciplined. Mm-hmm. So, so disciplined. Oh, that's good. That's good. Oh my gosh. Finding a mentor just- though. That's a good one. Was yeah, that any- not even on my list, but I, I think it's so important. Oh, I was going to say, have- Alice- no, maybe that's a good topic to do mentor. Oh, so ask Alice, Alice will, is going to write it down. Okay. She'll let us know when it's done. All right, cool. Thanks, Alice. Um, yeah, but I, I am so thankful that I had the both of you um, to go to more so Amanda in the beginning because Danielle, I didn't know you super well. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So I didn't feel comfortable, <laughs> even though you had a role in which you could have helped me. That wasn't your job. Yeah. Um, so I, poor Amanda got the brunt of my like, no. And you know, I, it wasn't like I was so far into my journey still that, it- well, you were like, what, eight years in <laughs> one day, we're going to share this story with our listeners, but you just remember this joke because <laughs> it'll make so much sense when we share uh. it. I'm still not quite past the rawness of the hurt of it. So <laughs> Let's point out that the hurt does not come from me. It's like the the joke is not that I hurt your feelings. No, I'm just, it's so Amanda. Once we finally record, um, Mm-hmm. So if, hard to okay, keep it together. if we ever do a Patreon, that might be the first piece of bonus content. There you go. I dig it. There you I go. dig it. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're right, Amanda, you, you weren't any sort of like 20 year veteran. No, like those worries, those thoughts were very in my head. And, and that's when maybe you're finding a mentor, like you just said, it's, it's probably smart to find one who's a year in a business in your field, maybe five years and maybe very seasoned because those seasoned agents, those seasoned business owners, they're going to be able to give you some, just calming advice that like, Hey, it's just, this is the way this works. Well, and I think I, I feel like we have that kind of in Mr. Michael Begaman. Oh yeah. Uh, At least I feel so lucky. I know you guys love him too, but I feel so lucky to have, and because his personality type is just like, this is what it is. Mm -hmm. It's black and white for him. Like he doesn't have the emotions behind it. I I don't think as much as we do anyway. Um, He's someone that I go to a lot. Like, okay, I need your help. What are your thoughts about this? (laughs) And you know, when you're going to him that you're, you're needing something specific to speak to your soul. Mm -hmm. And that's why you're, you're jumping the Amanda answer potentially because you don't need a mom answer. You're like, no, I just need a black and white, like shoot it to me straight. Yeah. 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 And it's important to have those people. Mm-hmm. Mm, so good. So good. He'll so, never hear that we complimented him though. So that's, a, that's, he'll never that's know. good. That's he'll good. Never know. He doesn't, he doesn't need to know. He don't, yeah. He don't need that. He'll never know. It's like the TikTok. He'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> so Bridget, do you have a third? Um, so the last thing I have, 
um, is the amount of stress and you touched on it. You touched on it a little bit when you were saying like how, how many hours of sleep we lose Mm -hmm. over our customers and our clients. And it's unreal to, to wake up. It's gotten so bad for me sometimes that I go to sleep. Chris will tell you this with my AirPods in falling asleep to like a guided meditation because I cannot shut my brain off. And then if I get up in the middle of the night and I lay there and I still can't like all night, I sleep with them in. I wake up in the morning and they're still in my ears because I I do. Do you? That makes me Mm -hmm. feel better. Um, I usually just have one in though. That's smart. I use both of them and I lose one. It's a whole thing. It's like my (laughs) routine. Um, but yes, the amount of stress and anxiety for me anyway, that, that Same. owning your own business causes because it's all on your shoulders and yep. people are looking at to, to you for guidance. Mm-hmm. And I take on so much of that stress and then my own as well. It's exhausting. It's exhausting. And we might have clients, but other people might have, you know, like I have agents. So not only am I worried about my clients, I'm also worried about my agents. And then other business owners who are just small business owners, they're worried about their employees. I mean, so it Mm -hmm. just, when you're a small business owner, I, I just, how anyone can shut it off completely. And we've discussed, like, I can actually go to sleep knowing at the end of the night, I did as much as I can do. And so I think I can, I can turn it off enough to at least refuel my body enough with sleep where some people struggle a little bit more with that, but it, we don't ever really have a true off button when you're a small business owner. Mm-mm. No one cares for you as much as a small business owner. Mm-mm. Yeah. That's so true. So true. Mm. You have a third. I do. I actually, I have like four, so I'm trying to think mm. of which one I want to do. Um, I can always circle back to it together. No, I can tie them in together. Okay. So be creative in your business planning. Cause I was going to say be creative with your business and then also, but business plan, business plan, business plan. So good. Set it on paper and keep it, set it on paper and have it ever evolving because daily it can change. Can I tell you guys a little secret that probably won't surprise anybody here? And I don't even know if you guys know this. You probably do. Cause I tell you guys just about everything. (laughs) I, write my goals down every single day. I rewrite them every day. I commit them to memory. I work them out usually in like October and November because I just love a new year. So I am super amped to get them started. And it's January 1, write them every single day. I skip here and there a day or two, two, but that's really it. Mm. I I think it's so important that you get that out and dig through it and, and reassess it because especially this last year, if this did not show that you had a pivot constantly, as soon as you developed a plan for the new season, like it was like, well, okay, here we are on to the next, or maybe I have to implement the old business plan again, because we went backwards. It just was so Mm -hmm. back and forth. So be flexible with the business plan, but a business plan is so, so necessary. I think be flexible with it, but also like give it a chance to don't just try something once or twice and then Agreed. say, well, this isn't working for me, like social media or something like that. Like, don't just try it and then give up. Like you have to be consistent at something for That's X number of months, depends on your field and stuff, but and just try give it a good like shot. Once a quarter is probably good. 
Absolutely. And I know that's what we try with the podcast. Mm -hmm. We try to kind of assess and business plan in a quarterly fashion, because I think it's a really good indicator of where we are with what we can give at the current time, because summer looks different than fall. Winter looks different than spring for us. So there is, there's a lot of good stuff. So business plan. Mm, Absolutely. And I, again, have you guys to thank for, for even knowing how to business plan. Amanda, you held like this. I remember Brandon, Brandon and Brandon, and Danielle, uh, we're at the, the yeah. one that you did where we got new headshots and mm-hmm. the whole deal. That was my first gla- glimpse at what it looks like to p- business plan. Do you remember so I blew up balloons? Yeah, I was just going to say Cause I'm like, gosh, they're so, there's such a good, like, like feeling to that. And you pop something and then inside every balloon was like a catastrophic thing. Like mm-hmm. that And the point was like, just don't business plan on what you know you need the money for. Like you need right. to business plan for those emergencies and those extras as well. So it, was, it I, was fun. I feel like I remember mine. I could just be totally pulling this out of thin air, but I remember something about a flat tire. Oh, oh it makes sense. Cause I think I had a broken furnace or a broken mm-hmm. AC. Like there was a lots of like, like terrible things that you go, oh, but that's life. Life happens. Mm-hmm. Got to yep, absolutely. Life. Yeah. Mm. So fun. So my third one is when you're starting a business, especially if you're brand new in that industry, you don't need to know everything. Mm-hmm. It's okay to not know everything. If somebody asks you yeah. a question You don't have to make something up. Please, please, please don't make something up. If you don't know, find out the answer and get back to them. That is all people are looking for is the correct answer to their question. When I first started in real estate, you know, we won't get into it. Anyways, I, (laughs) I had asked a few questions to, doesn't matter. And I was informed incorrectly. And it wasn't until months later that I found out that I was told incorrectly. So therefore I went to my clients with the incorrect information. If you don't know the answer, please, 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 please do not just make up an answer. Mm. Just find out and get back with them. It's not that big of a deal. No one should be so cruel as Mm -mm. to expect someone to know everything, right? It's not realistic, not realistic. It's, and I think there's so much more fun in the learning of finding out that answer. We're just like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I'd rather just know it. But I think the journey of doing anything is just so much more valuable than just like being told something too. Absolutely. And I think we'd all agree we've learned way more from our hard lessons than oh my gosh. our good lessons. 100%. We'll say, okay, we'll never do that again. <laughs> we, we can learn something from almost every single transaction. Whether it's how to better streamline our business, yep. how this nuance happens, because every single transaction is so different in our industry, you can learn so much by just paying attention to what's going on. It's insane. Well, and what I was going to say too, sorry, Amanda. Um, oh, what I was going to say is you also strengthen your relationship with your business partners when yes. your client might be asking you something that's title related or that's lender related or that's municipality related. Mm-hmm. And being able to have a connection and say, I, you know, I don't know the answer to that, but let me find out for you only strengthens the relationships with the people you're working with, because you've got a reason to connect with them, a reason to talk with them, a reason That's to true. check in. Um, and I can't tell you, I mean, our, we have someone here, Danielle and I work with very closely with title 
And I just love mm-hmm. him. And I know I had to call on him last week for a personal okay. favor. Had I, had I not built a relationship with him, I would have been out of luck. Cause I was on like a six hour time timeline. Yep. Um, and so not knowing everything is good because it helps, you know, strengthen partnerships. Absolutely. And I think you just hit something organically. I think it's so important for people to network with one another, like network with other people who are going on that same journey with you. And those relationships will show up when you need them the most, like it Mm -hmm. did for you. So super great point that just kind of was dropped, you know, just by conversation. I love it. He is great. He is great. And (laughs) going back to the, you know, people don't really expect you to know everything. How much more are you going to trust somebody if they come to you and say, you know what, that's a great question. I actually don't know the answer to that. Let me go find out rather than giving you a bogus answer. Yep. Your trust is gone with somebody once they realize you were missing, you were misinformed by them pretty much deliberately. Mm Mm-hmm. So true. And I know we got to be wrapping up here shortly. Mm-hmm. So we, we stay in our time frame, which we hardly ever are able to do. <laughs> but I think the last bit of advice, just the bonus advice that I would like to share, because I think everyone wants to strive for perfection, right? We want to get there. And we think our way is always sometimes the best way. I really? think when the inbe- inevitable happens that you get negative feedback, embrace it because there's probably to some degree, some truth to it. Absolutely. So it's like, it's like how you were saying earlier that you can learn things from the things that are going wrong from the hard times you're, you can learn from that. It goes right back to that same thing. You can learn from them. Absolutely. Absolutely. It may hurt. It may sting. Absolutely. But use it. And I think what a, what a opportunity to reestablish a relationship with somebody who maybe didn't find your services are great or your product is amazing. If you have that dialogue with them and improve, because most normal people, there's always the trolls out there. So I'm not, I'm not talking about the trolls. Don't even entertain such a ignorant person. But if it's actually somebody who, you know, has some sort of relationship with you and they just kind of hit you in a negative review or whatever it looks like, again, there has to be a little bit of truth to it. And mm-hmm. just dive into it and peel back that onion. It's yep. gonna might make you cry. Uh-oh. I have I have one more thing to add, and I know we have to go. But, um, <laughs> Do I love it? But don't be afraid to let a client or a customer go. Oh, if they, if they you say it, if they say to oh, you, um, "I'll never visit this establishment again," okay. that's okay. Mm-hmm. And if, if you're someone who's working like we are direct person and they are sucking up your energy, your emotional energy, your time in a way that's not acceptable, do not hold on just to get the paycheck. And I'm speaking from experience when I say it, because I have been there and it's absolutely miserable. And, and tell me that paycheck was worth it. Yeah. Tell me. I didn't I- it's no, not. no. And, and oftentimes and, it's what paycheck because it right. never sometimes results in anything. Well, and the, the instance that I'm thinking of right now, mm. I, I got I one. Was, I was weeks away from a paycheck and I walked away from it because I was at my child's soccer game fielding call after call after call from a belligerent person who 
at the end of the day, I never should have even accepted the job and I knew it, but I saw the, the money signs. Yep. Yep. I saw the payday. And had I just said no, like I knew I should have, I never would have had any of that emotional stress or anxiety. Yep. Um, so don't be so afraid to business or to lose a, a paycheck that you're, you're taxing yourself mo- emotionally and mentally and your family. My husband had to sit and watch me like be screamed at on the phone. Yes. Day after day. And it was awful. It was awful. That is my favorite advice of the whole show. Hmm. Mic drop. Hmm. <laughs> Where's your pencil, Sig? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> We're ladies here. White <laughs> gloves and log cigs. <laughs> oh, God. Nip it. It's white gloves and long cigs. I don't know if I'm proud of that or embarrassed. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm probably writing it down. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. I got it. And, you know, I think everything that we shared is coming from a place that we have. It's not hearsay. It's not, oh, we read it in a book. We are coming from this advice from tried and true in the trenches. We went through it. And if anything of what we said can prevent you from having those feelings that we had, please let it prevent Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. So true. Mm. So what's our B today? Be aggressive. Be be aggressive. Be aggressive. Be um be hardworking. Be uh I feel like there's so many bees we could be. I know that's what I was thinking of too. So many bees we could be. So many bees we could be. I don't know. I I think potentially we may have scared people away from owning their own business after this episode. It's possible. Uh, it's possible. possible. <laughs> So don't be afraid to start, but, um, don't be afraid afraid to start. start. I, maybe we should add Bridget, when you're doing the description, can you add that disclosure in there? We feel it after. (laughs) Yep. Because I think we were very, a little bit, very raw. And I think we were very passionate and we don't want it to come across as we believe in you and we can, we want you to be successful. And that's why we're saying these Mm -hmm. things. But here's the thing. All of these things that we talked about and the struggles with them are a sign of a successful, successful business owner. If you haven't lost sleep or you haven't lost a client or you haven't had negative feedback or what, like then you don't have a business. Mm-hmm. True. True. I love that. So, so just, yeah, just we'll add that in there because yeah, <laughs> we were pretty raw. You know what? But I think that that's what people are coming here for. We mm-hmm. are, we are not experts, mm-hmm. but we are professionals in our field. And these are all issues that we have encountered. So. Yep. 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 Mm. It's good. I, I'm proud of this episode. This Me one too. might be my favorite. Oh, that's a good one. I really, and I think I only say that because Danielle the other day is like, hey, what is your favorite episode? <laughs> I did, I did ask. And I really loved the Watson one, Watson's birthday. I just thought that was so sweet. It just was so special. Um, but this one I, I'm feeling very passionate about. Yeah. Well, it's because we take our, our outside of the podcast, we take our businesses very seriously. Yep. Um, and 
we want women to be successful. We, if, if entrepreneurship is something that you're interested in and you have a passion for, we want you to be successful. So some of the stuff right here. Yeah. And some of the stuff was, was scary or, um, may have made you think twice, but at the end of the day, we want you to be successful. So Mm -hmm. absolutely. And don't hesitate to reach out to us with questions. Yes. Mm -hmm. We're open books. We Unless you want are. to get your real estate license, don't ask. <laughs> well, then reach out to me because I got you. <laughs> Amanda, Amanda's got this one. Got it. Cheerleader for all. <laughs> Bridget. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You can ask me, but I'll send you to Amanda. <laughs> You're honest. You're honest. Exactly. Anyway. <laughs> it takes a village. It takes a village. <laughs> it does. <laughs> well, this, does. Was, this was fun. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to another episode of Bed Moms in Business. We will see you next week for another exciting episode. Bye, Bye guys. Bye, everyone.